Yo, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome in to another episode of Sideline Chatter. We're here on a Monday night, getting the week started early, getting uh, more committed to the pod. I'm here with James the Monster, Albert. How are you feeling? Nervous for this Monday night game. I sent uh, the fellas a text last night outlining what I need across, I think it was six out of my ten leagues that are still in the balance. Yeah. I need Kamara to get 50. I need him to get less than 20 <laughs> in one league. I need Lockett to get four points because defenses get 50 a game in Q's league. Uh, they went up <laughs> another point five since <laughs> last <laughs> night. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm just – Looking forward to watching this game. Hopefully we uh, get this episode out there pretty quick so I can watch that game. Sir. But uh, how you doing? I know you probably went 8-0 across eight leagues. Uh, so-so week. Kind of dry again. A lot of dry weeks. But uh, my main league, I'm tied with Jake. He has Lockett. I have Saints D. Who knows what the hell's going to happen. Uh, hopefully Lockett wets the bed. I'll be rooting for uh, Saints D. Uh, I need Lockett to do nothing. That's what I'm saying. So. need 11 points from Winston. Uh, I've heard that it's 100% happening, but I also heard there's a 0% chance that Michael Pittman <laughs> scored 10 points last night. And, yeah, he scored uh, 16. So, Beast. 18 probably. You guys monster. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into the ne- uh, the episode. So, the topic is going to be uh, our starts of the week for week eight. Uh, no, we're not going to sit here and tell you to use Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. <laughs> Cooper Cup. Yeah, a lot of TikTok pages like, all right, let's uh, use uh, – Tyree Kill this week. Yeah, I got uh, <laughs> I got Cooper Cup, Tyree Kill, Metcalf, <laughs> and uh, yeah, who should I start? Two receivers. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, these are more like kind of like flex options or low key players that aren't really like first in mind when you think about fantasy football. So uh, we got we each got three starts and then one like kind of like a bus player slash like sit. Uh, I go first with my first start of the week. It's going to be Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, he gets the Miami Dolphins, who have been kind of dreadful this year on the defensive side. Not as good as they were last year at all. They just don't look into it. Uh, the Bills, as we know, same story as last year. Just, they're just throwing the ball at a high, high-ass high rate. Uh, I feel like they have four receivers out every single play. I don't know what the statistics on that is, but every time I watch them play, there's always just four receivers out wide. Uh, his last four games, he's had no less than 13 points. He's also had over 20 in two of those last four. So, I mean, it's kind of like you can almost start Diggs, Sanders, and uh, Beasley if you wanted to. One guy might get left out a little bit, but he's still going to produce somewhat. It's kind of like the Bucks situation, honestly, just kind of worse. The one league I use, Allen, Diggs, Sanders, and it usually always kind of works out for me. So, I think if you're using – if you have Sanders on your roster – I think he's a nice flex play, especially in PPR leagues, just given the fact that I can just see this being a blowout game. Like, I just get get the feel of that. So, uh, I think they played – yeah, they played him early in the year and won 35-0. So, Sanders only had two catches that game, but I feel like he wasn't – he didn't hit a stride like he has over these last four. So, I'm loving Sanders this week, and I'm throwing him in every one of my lineups. Yeah, I, unfortunately, I don't have him in any league. He got scooped up yeah. way before I had a chance to get him. But his less than – Six targets once all yeah. season. That's crazy. I did not know that. Only been under five catches. Oh, he's been under five catches a lot. But the yards is yards really is good, what yeah. is what I was just looking at his game log. He's only been under fifty yards once. And that's forty eight, yeah. Like and that was forty eight. He has two ninety yard games. I don't know, that's really insane. But yeah, he's a solid 
He's right now he's wide receiver twenty three on the season before this week. There you go. Is over. That's insane. For someone who's as I also see here, his ADP was one thirty two. Right. That's insane. Yeah, he's a great play this week. Every week floor play going forward. Uh my first one is gonna be my favorite player of the season, probably. I think the boys hate how much I talk about him on a week to week basis, but that's gonna be Damian Harris, <laughs> New England Patriots running back. <laughs> I've never seen a human being running full sprint and <laughs> at the two-yard line and not score a touchdown <laughs> and fumble the ball crossing the goal line multiple times in one season. I have also never seen that. But uh, fantasy-wise, the production has been there. I wish that they would commit to him for a full game, but he's back-to-back 100-yard rushing games. Over the last three games, he's had 46 carries, 270 yards, and four touchdowns, averaging almost six yards a carry over the last three weeks. I feel like, and it seems like they always just give it to him in the first quarter like seven times, yeah. and he mows, and then they just change the game plan. I don't know if they're trying to keep the other team off balance or whatever. Facing the Chargers this week, who I think this game can actually be closer than some people probably think. Cause it, I know the Chargers had that ugly game last week, but the Patriots are actually kind of insane. Like, they, they blew out the Chargers last year. You remember that? Yeah, it was yeah. Like 40 to nothing or something. Chargers defense allowing 163 yards rushing per game. That's worse than the NFL. I don't know. I don't see how you – if you have him, I don't see how you're not using him unless you're crazy deep at running back. But if you are, you're a legend at fantasy in this kind of season because running backs are – I have to beg my league mates every (laughs) single week, my main league. I just send a text like, can you please give me a running back? I don't even care if it's, like, someone who's on IR and they just don't answer me. So, he's projected the 26th best running back this week. I think he could easily be top 15 or higher given what he's been doing the past couple weeks. I know you don't really have many Damian Harris shares, but uh, yeah, I don't have any. But uh, he's been he's been solid these last few weeks. Uh, like you said, it's kind of an amazing matchup. I think they're going to commit to the run. Uh, yeah, like you said, he should have more last game, but they were up like thirty, so they're getting he the backup four touchdowns. They didn't. Uh, yeah, it's fine. But yeah, like him is a great play as well. He's like a strong RB too. Uh, my next guy up is going to be Kenneth Gainwell, the Eagles. Uh, as we know, Miles Sanders got hurt in the game. Uh, he's going on. He's undergoing X-rays, but they don't have a timetable for his return. My guess is he le- he's at least out a week. So uh, game was he's he's gets the Lions. Mm. So he enough said. Yeah, in theory he should be in line for around like maybe twelve to fifteen touches. Uh, if it's not PPR, if you're not in a PPR league, I really wouldn't start him. But if you're in a PPR league, he's obviously been the passing down back all year for the team. Uh, Boston Scott saw some run when Sanders uh, left the game. But, uh, I mean, going against the Lions, I think the Eagles, I don't even know if they're going to control the game. I can't, I'm not going to be able to predict I, that honestly, game. Honestly, I'm not even kidding. I think the Lions might, might win lose. this game. Yeah. I'm not they even might. joking. The Eagles are that bad. Yeah. I, I try not to – I feel like I haven't had an Eagles rant yet this year. They stink. <laughs> yeah, they're they, probably – they might be one of the worst teams in the NFL. They just look so dysfunctional. And Sirianni just, just looks like a lost dog on the <laughs> sideline. Like he, Something happens and he literally just looks up at the monitor with his mouth open and he has no <laughs> idea what's happening. Did you see the the, the, the penalty? That was third and three. They didn't get the first down. And mm-hmm. they were running the punt team on the field. Right. And it was holding on them. So they just assumed we were going to decline the penalty mm-hmm. before down and punt. And we accepted the penalty. Right. Third and 13. Got the first down. That's insane. And the ref literally – The other team got the first down. Yeah, like the Raiders got a first down after we accepted the holding penalty. Wow. Instead of just giving them fourth down and punting it. And And then punting it. And they went down and scored a touchdown. (laughs) And the referee literally said holding offense, penalties declined, and then he turned around and said, "Uh, oh, 
penalties accepted replay third down because he just yeah. assumed why would you do that I don't, right. they're just really frustrating i don't want to get this rant get this video going too long but <laughs> eagles stink lines put your money on the lines yeah uh like i said i don't think it's a super phenomenal play here but like he is a running back like we said running back's kind of hard to come by so in deeper leagues i think he's a nice flex playing ppr leagues uh, i have him in one of my leagues and he'll probably be in my flex or my rb2 given how deep the league is so having jakes and I'm gonna have to use him my one of my three flexes probably. Yeah, so I'm not really I'm not starting him over like household names and stuff like that, but I think he'll be a nice play this week against the shit ass Lions. <laughs> <laughs> my last start of the week, uh if he plays, we're gonna have to monitor the practices this week is uh my favorite player now apparently, uh Kadarius Tony. Quite literally obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> have him in like five leagues. Uh, he gets the Chiefs on Monday night, so it gives him an extra day of rest as well. Traded him to a Giants fan for <laughs> Higgins and Pittman. So if that sounds good to you guys out there, if uh, T. Higgins and Michael Pittman for Tony two for one sounds good to you guys out there, let me know. Hey, man. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Chiefs, obviously, uh, their defense is terrible. They're allowing the most yards per play in the NFL. Uh but this receiving core, like it's at the point where it's like, who the hell knows who's gonna play and who's not. Yes. Like uh, this week, it was only Slayton out there. Uh, so he didn't even do that good. Yeah, so I mean, we're gonna he's solid, but not like didn't dominate or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was I saying? I think they're gonna have to play uh, catch up with the Chiefs. The game's at, at Kansas City. I expect the Chiefs to bounce back. So uh, you know, if Galladay sits, Shepard sits, anybody sits. I think Tony's obviously worth a play. Even if they all start, I think they have to give him the ball. He's been their best receiver, and he's only been on the field really for two and a half games. But if you literally just watch the highlights of the Cowboys game, like it's kind of the most insane highlights I've probably seen this year <laughs> when he had 10 for 189. And then the game, he got hurt. He had three for 36 on the very first drive and got hurt. So uh, it's, it's going to take a lot of monitoring of these practices this week with the whole Giants team as a whole. But if the news is positive, I'm throwing him out there. As a high, high upside flex. I'm still, I'm still a skeptic on the Tony train. Obviously, you can't deny the production that he had when he was the only able-bodied man on the field. <clears throat> but I am very interested to see how they use him once, like once, whenever, like everybody is back. Mm. I mean, like you said, I don't think you, you can't not use him again. Like I yeah. think they have to use him in some capacity, even if it is the way that he was used in college, like screens, gadget plays, that kind of thing, just get the ball in his hands. I don't know if he'll be that possession receiver. I feel again. like he even showed he can kind of win downfield and like on regular routes. So I'm, I think he's their best receiver, and I don't really think it's close. So I think they really should get him the ball. I th- we'll He's definitely an out. exciting player to have on yeah. your team because really the, the the ceiling is so unknown right now. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's definitely a fun, like, if he plays, fun, like, dart, dart throw, see if yep. he can do get you something. Sure. My last one player who's ranked a little bit higher than I would say the other two is Deontay Johnson glass bones himself <laughs> I don't know the last time he played the start of the game and finished it without getting hurt <laughs> in the five games that he has played this year he missed a game and they had their bye he's averaging 10 targets a game he had the one he had two targets and he got hurt in the game and then yeah. came back later so he only had two targets but even with that he's still averaging 10 targets a game mm-hmm. seven catches 75 yards average per game and has scored in three out of five games I know it's a small sample size, but Ben loves yeah, him. And I think, they, I think they're I think they eighth in the league or higher in pass attempts per yeah, game. They, they throw the ball like 45 times a game. It's right. like really insane. Juju's gone for the year. 
that helps enormously. Now he's just going to get force-fed even more. He's sixth in the league in target share, which is a hard thing to do on a team that throws that much when he's not the alpha. Seventh in the league in deep targets, which is where I think he scored all three of his touchdowns on deep targets. Ben can't move to save his life, but he can throw that deep ball. I'll Mm -hmm. give him credit. Yeah, I don't know. I have him in a few leagues. I think he's could potentially be almost not maybe even a top ten receiver the rest of the way. Yeah. He has that upside. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree, obviously. I was on his train last year telling everybody to go trade for him when he was starting off the season pretty shitty and injured. Yeah, if he plays the whole game, he's gonna eat, he's gonna see targets, he's gonna see catches. Uh he's been targeted deep this year, like you said, unlike last year kinda. So yeah, Deont you're never really benching him. If you have him, obviously, unless you're in one of these, like you said, these TikTok leagues where it's like two-man leagues. But, yeah, Johnson's going to ball out for sure. So they're playing the Browns too, yeah. who are beat up. So I think they could actually have their way in this game, which is a shocking thing to say about the Pittsburgh Steelers mm-hmm. in this day and age. <laughs> but I really love Deontay this week. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to move on to my sit player this week. He's been frustrating the whole year. Uh, so I'm going to be sitting Antonio Gibson uh, this week. He's been hurt. He's been banged up. Uh, who do they get this week? They get the they are uh, playing. Should, should I have this? I ready? literally just looked at. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I looked at it two seconds. Oh uh, yeah. So he uh, uh, Gibson yeah. gets. He's playing at Denver, which uh, we just saw them get kind of gutted by Dearness Johnson last <laughs> week. But did we ever? I'm just. I can't trust Gibson right now. You know, last two games, four points. Seven points. Uh, McKissick's been involved in his backfield. We drafted him as like a RB one, low RB one, and he hasn't been playing like it. Hey, TikTok boys were. Yeah, every TikTok. I thought that guy was going number one overall <laughs> by some of these some of these so, comments. Uh, the passing volume hasn't been there. Uh, he's kind of he been. Ain't no CMC. That's yeah. for damn sure, Angelo. <laughs> he ain't no ain't no CMC two point He's, he's kind of been relied on TDs. So uh, some guys I would just use over Gibson this week: Khalil Herbert. He's been balling. Uh, Trooper Hubbard against the Falcons. Eliza Mitchell, who just had a nice game, who I'm big on. And then, honestly, this kind of sounds gross, but I might even throw James Conner in over him. Uh, he scores, like, every week, it seems like. It's not an exciting play. And I, I won't fault you if you use Gibson over Conner, but honestly, like, I'd play the hot hand in Conner, even though it's, like like I said, gross. But Gibson, not it. Yeah, I have Gibson in two leagues, and he's so frustrating to own. Yeah. I mean, look, I, the one league I have um, – Eckler and Daryl Henderson as well, so I've, I've survived that league. But um, yeah, if someone, especially if you're in a deeper league, you might have used a first round pick on him, yeah. and that is just frustrating as all hell when your first round pick does not produce or is not given the role that you drafted him for. The shin injury is just annoying. Yeah, I don't what really is understand like, it. They said he might miss it. like a month, and then he played. Yeah, like why not just sit him? I don't. He's not doing it. He had 14 for, like, 50 last week. 14, yeah, for 50, yeah. Like, I don't know. If, is it even helping their team? I just – it's so I, – if I were if I have him, I'm not even using him just yeah. because he could get hurt on the first snap of the game, <laughs> and that's it. I don't know. I think if you can – if you have a serviceable option that's on what, your that's bench, what I said, like, yeah. like – Don't yeah, bench like, him for nothing crazy, but – you, like you, ha- you, you just can't be confident using him anymore. You just can't. My sit is uh, – I mean, I hope – you people are sitting him already, but I know he's still projected a lot of points every week. It's Mike Davis. <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> so I'm just a full-on hater of Mike Davis. I don't think he's good. Cordero Patterson has turned into monster, like CMC. I don't know. 
how like how else to compare like the role they're giving him. Got outtouched sixteen to four last week yeah. in a close game. Not like they were getting blown out and Patterson just had all these catches. Patterson yeah. had fourteen carries. Yeah. And Mike Davis had four, four and no no targets, no catches, Mike Davis. Hasn't surpassed 70 scrimmage yards yet in a game, and that was his thing last year that he was a pass catcher and a bowling ball runner. <laughs> He's yet to score more than 13 fantasy points in a game, which I know a lot of you zero RB truthers out there were saying he was going to be your RB1. <laughs> and I I just I think this proves, especially not even just Mike Davis, but the injuries to the position in general, you can't go zero RB anymore, not in 2021. It's yeah. just not you can't do it. It's just hard to do. If you got Mike Davis as your RB one, you're probably like losing games bad. Um, running back, so he's projected more points than Elijah Mitchell. I don't understand that. Yeah, I don't either. I obviously I'm using Elijah Mitchell over him. Some of these I'm probably using Javante Williams over him. No, yeah. Zach Moss. All these players, if in this realm of like projected points, I like all these players more. Yeah, McKissick. I'd rather use McKissick over him. If you're in a PPR league, I agree. I don't know. If I just I don't see how you can start Mike Davis, show what he's been showing you. Be excited about it. Yeah, like how you, what, he's not. I don't think you can expect him to score a touchdown really, unless they're at the one yard line. Yeah. And even last year, I think Patterson had three goal line carries. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I'm all out on Mike Davis. I don't have him in any league. Thank God. Yeah, I'd rather start like a a riskier player and have him do get two points and start Mike Davis and have him get eight points. So I'd rather use Gainwell over him. Yeah. Even if Sanders plays, I might use Gainwell over Mike Davis just because yeah. he's that nasty. I agree. Yeah, we were both out on him in the preseason. So, uh, wraps up this episode of Sideline Chatter. Like always, go like this video, man. Subscribe to it. You know, uh, go like the TikToks and shit. Follow the TikTok page. And uh, we'll see you guys uh, next episode. Thank <laughs> you.